0: The concerns about the five-a-side football pitches in Portobello and the gymnastics centre tumbles have been growing for some months. The land on which both now stand are up for sale. The trouble is that, according to the footballers, the first they heard about this was when the for-sale notices went up. Despite claims by the local authority, they insist there was no public consultation with the local community about the decision. The owner of the land, the City of Edinburgh Council, has a problem. It's committed to refurbishing the ageing Meadowbank Stadium and need to raise the money to do so. Selling the land in Portobello would be part of this. However, as far as the local community is concerned, this is an amenity area which they believed would never be built on. In fact, many local people understood they'd received just such an assurance on this from the council. Right now there is a consultation taking place over what kind of development there should be on the site. However, the options on offer are very limited, and keeping the areas of public immunity is not one of them. It's prompted a group of local residents to put forward, rather at the last minute, a proposal to rethink the plans so that the views of local people can genuinely be taken into account. One of these individuals is Justin Kendrick, who was a leading light in the successful campaign to buy the old parish church on Belfield Street. So what kind of alternative does he have in mind?
1: It's not so much an alternative use, it's more an alternative process. It's really the feeling that the community should have the right to say what it wants with this place that has been—we've been we've been told is promised to be used as leisure amenity in perpetuity. And so we should certainly have a say in what happens to it. And it may be that people want it to be retained exactly as is, it may be that people want that what the council is suggesting, which is you know, one of the 22 bids that we don't know what's in them, but they're either commercial, residential or a mix of the two, and that's what they're consulting on at the moment with the consultation closing on Sunday. So the alternative process would be one which would follow Scottish Government guidelines. So, for example, the Making Places process has been announced just last week, closing uh, middle of October. But that would fund a process whereby the community can outline what it needs and what it wants. And I guess specifically the alternatives really seem to be to either go with what the council is saying is a done deal, to say, no, this needs to be retained as open space with the pits and the tumbles and the car park exactly as is. Or thirdly, to develop something different, something that allows for the council to get receipt that it needs, says it needs for Meadowbank for redeveloping Meadowbank. Bank. So that's, that's a moot point and allows the community to have a say in the process. And so the alternative would be whatever the community comes up with, but you can imagine that they might come up with, you know, a kind of a revamped high street that has lots of small shops and has GP premises, social services and so on and not another huge supermarket which is kind of possibly likely under the current uh, conditions that has a revamped prom that is not gentrified housing that's going to be tall and overlooking kind of overshadowing the prom and that allows for for Tumbles to expand, because Tumbles itself is is incredibly successful in terms of the number of people from south-east Scotland, let alone from Portobello, uh, that attend the gymnastics there and and local people going to the soft play. So a a scheme that allows for a mix of that and some open football fields, rugby fields, skate park, whatever, and an expanded green space along the side. So, So four elements we can see people have been talking about. One, revamped High Street, one, a revamped Prom, the other, making sure that Tumbles is expanded and supported, and the other connected to football, skate parks, but also the green space, the lovely green space along the Figgit Burn that could be connecting cycleway, walkway up to the high street.
0: It sounds very much as though you're using the government's own methods, if you like, their own processes, to perhaps, I'm not going to say defeat, that's probably the wrong word, cause the council to think again.
1: The point here really is that we've got a very, very changing situation in Scotland where there's very progressive policies and legislation coming through Parliament and so, as with last year, when the new land reform legislation was expanded to cover uh, urban areas too, and the Scottish Land Fund was expanded to cover urban areas, and we were then able to purchase Belfield for the community in the way that uh, we wouldn't have been able to or would have been much harder a year earlier. So now there are other further advances. There's the new socio-economic requirement on council that's coming in, which means that they need to think about these kind of developments in terms of how they're supporting the whole of the community, and there's this new making-place initiative that they're bringing. So basically the thrust of parliamentary policy and legislation is towards a new approach which really prioritises communities and gives them a real say and the council may well be following the kind of the last moments of a dying approach that is really about them knowing best we know nothing and really who what is a community anyway
0: but there's also the point uh, in terms of scottish government policy that they are very keen to ensure that the community is as healthy as possible that people are encouraged to take exercise and taking a facility like this away is going to completely against that policy
1: absolutely which is why i mean as i say i think there are three possibilities here one is going with what the council says the other is retaining it all as open space as was promised you know and and as kind of tumbles and uh, five-a-side as it is and the third would be a mix a mix that allows for some revamped and expanded tumble space some pitches remaining some development for commercial but commercial that's community friendly and residential at social housing and so on but ways of also raising receipt for, for the council so there's a question then for us about how do we want to pitch that? You know, what, what do we have more of and what less of? But at the moment, the consultation that the council has got is really just asking us, do you want more large commercial or more massive residential uh, in this area and actually as we can see across the road south of the high street there are 800 new homes going up there's no extra provision for those we're going to need a new gp surgery we're going to need all sorts of provision even just as things stand and we're going to especially need to retain a lot of that as open space a lot of that as as you say exercise and, and spaces that people can both breathe in but also exercise in and that's that's absolutely crucial so it needs to be a mix
0: how much local support do you think you're likely to have it's certainly when I did a podcast uh, well, back at the beginning of the year, the people I spoke to were very angry about the Council's way of approaching this. Do you think you might get enough support to make this actually happen?
1: That's up to your listeners. We'll just see. We've only just kind of launched this because all of us are busy working, getting on with all the, all the rest of the, the work we're doing in our lives uh, and also with other community work. So I think... Only just now have enough of us been able to turn our attention to this and put a proposal out. And all four councillors have been very supportive of that. And we believe that we can get support from Green, Lib Dem, Labour, SNP, Tory councillors across the city for a revamped approach to community council planning. And that's really how we want to pitch this, to ensure this is something that benefits everybody. It's not a parochial approach. It's to look after your own place is not to not look after other places, but to suggest a much stronger, more inclusive way forward would make a lot of sense for all of them. And we, we believe that we can get the council on side, and if we can, then they can stop this decision, because actually it needs to be a decision of the whole council. The initial decision to market the site was made by a committee in the council. They're marketing it. The decision to sell has not been made. So we're being told this is a done deal. It's not a done deal. It's up to us.
0: But against that, you had the message on the Save 45's Facebook page a sort of resignation
1: Well of course, I work in Africa in contexts where communities are being trashed by large palm oil companies or, or others and being thrown off their land and the way that the large players work is by getting us to resign ourselves to accept some little bit of recompense for what was always ours in the first place that's just how power works so it's understandable to me completely understandable if people feel resigned that's that's the nature of of how it works but the key is if you can see that change is possible if you can see a real alternative is there and if you can get together with others then you can actually make huge differences and i mean my key way of seeing this is when you look forward big radical change whether it's local or national or international always looks impossible when you look back it always looks as though it was inevitable. That's just how it is. You look back and you go, well, of course that happened. You look forward to you go, that's impossible. So what makes the difference in the present? The difference in the present happens when people see an alternative and are willing to take the risk of trusting each other to actually try and make that happen. Now, it may not succeed in this case, but it's certainly worth the risk.
0: You don't, as far as I can tell, have much support from Portobello Community Council. I was at a meeting of theirs back in the early part of the year, and they, too, basically seemed to be saying it is a done deal.
1: Again, I think that's understandable. Unless people come forward with an alternative, and that alternative is community-grounded, has a lot of support that's clearly articulated and is willing to engage with those who think they have the power in a way that allows for those, you know, in this case the Edinburgh Council itself, to get its needs met, to get the receipt it sees itself as needed. As long as we engage with them in a way that isn't just saying no, but is saying, okay, how do we make sure the community gets its needs met? How how do we make sure the wider community of Edinburgh gets its needs met? If we approach in that constructive way, then I think people like those on Portobello Community Council themselves will see, okay, there's a way through, but... I think it's very unsettling when people feel resigned and just feel like, well, there's no alternative except within the envelope they're given, because there isn't an alternative until you make one.
0: Presumably you support the idea of the reforms that are planned for Medibank, and the money that was going to be used, the money from the sale of this was going to be used for that.
1: I t- certainly support Medibank. I'm not sure whether the council does, in the sense that they're not redeveloping it as an improving it. I mean, they're already selling off a chunk of that, the... The velodrome's gone. The, you know that they're, they're, they're actually narrowing and shrinking something. So there's not a an yes, like entire support Meadowbank in its existence and that Portobello should contribute its fair share, along with the rest of Edinburgh, to that. Absolutely, yes. But also we're providing something. The Gymnastics Centre at Tumbles is a gymnastic centre for the whole of South East Scotland. It's not just for Portobello. So we shouldn't be seen as just a small community that is not providing something for the rest of the city. We certainly are already. But yes, we need to find... Proactive ways, and there have been different suggestions. There have been suggestions of um, Edinburgh Council putting Meadowbank into a trust that then can access all sorts of other funding that a council itself can't access. There are suggestions of using the St. John's site for residential housing rather than using the Pitt site, so that then you've got residential housing being built right next to a, a very large expanse of green, the beautiful Figget Park, rather than being built in an area that's already be a, been identified by the local development plan as being critical, a critical open space.
0: Okay, so what's the next stage?
1: <laughs> the next stage is that people need to respond to edinburgh council's consultation online and if they search for west bank edinburgh council planning uh, consultation then they'll find it and if they can fill it in they've been given very few options really do you want more commercial more residential and i assume that means high residential and large-scale commercial which is probably going to be a supermarket whatever. i mean that's one can only guess but if they can use the boxes to actually make comments to say they want an alternative approach if they want an alternative approach then that would be great so that they Council can see very clearly that there's a strong feeling in Portobello for an alternative approach to be taken. Of course, if people don't want that, then that's fine. That saves people like me a lot of work, and that's great. I've got plenty of work to do already. But there are a lot of us who are passionate about this, and if the is behind it, we'll go for it. If the is not, then, of course, that's absolutely fine.
0: Those who want to make their voice heard in the Council's consultation only have until the 18th of September to do so. The options on the form are indeed limited, but, as Justin said in the interview there are comment boxes in which local people can make their true opinions known to the authorities. However, it's worth noting that in her latest newsletter, which came out just this afternoon, Councillor Maureen Child explains that there was a unanimous decision of council to market the site and ring-fence the proceeds to fill the funding gap for rebuilding Meadowbank. There were no dissenting voices, she says. The questionnaire reflects that fact. But she goes on to say that the planning status of the site in the recently approved local development plan is as open space. It is not a designated housing site. As she says, make of all that what you will.